is Primetime Sports, WGNS, Murfreesboro, FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, on our iPhone and Android apps, and always at, at the, game. The, 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 game. the game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. And good evening, everyone. Welcome to Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. I'm John Dinkins. Brian Barrett's here with me. Hi, Brian. Hi. And Clark Blair's here. Clark, check in, please. Good afternoon, sir. There you go. And then, of course, we've got from Rod's dugout, Rod Edwards. Rod? From the dugout, we say hi. <laughs> what Rod, language was that? I, don't, I, don't, I think you said from Rod's dugout, hi. Yeah, something like that. We say hi. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got a, got a good week of football ahead of us, uh, fellas, and uh, we, we've we got uh, pigskin picks this uh, this evening as well, and whew, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm interested to hear that report from the commissioner tonight of our pigskin picks. And it may have been a record-breaking week, just to let you know. Really? No, that's a little tease, isn't it? Wow. No, that's, that's hard to believe. Well... It all starts to go downhill now that we have to start picking the Titans. So, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> really? Yeah, well, that's that's when it always tanks for me. I don't know. Yeah, and and UT's coming up too, isn't it? I mean, that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So. Anyway, but we've been able with the COVID schedule, we've been able to kind of just like ease into it, haven't we? No. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of easy to get in in some high school games, and then we added middle last week, and now we're going to add the Titans this week. Middle's off this week, so you know it's just kind of off and on. Yeah, well, that's not bad. The that's toughies. not a bad thing. And uh, you guys are—I guess you guys are ready to have a show this this evening, right? Enough about we're us. Ready. Enough about us. We are going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to indeed talk. We'll talk a little baseball. We'll talk a little football, and uh, well, a lot of football. And you know, no telling what's going to pop up in our little minds here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. Hello, this is Coy Young at Les Kessens Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. If you're a homeowner with a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply focuses on premium feeds and dog foods you won't find in the box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, inviting you to stop by, visit, and enjoy the country. Customer service expertise that exceeds your expectations. Las Casas Feed is also your place for local milk from the MTSU Dairy on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. 
Craig's Tax Service. We perform tax preparation, individual tax returns, corporations, partnerships, and all your payroll bookkeeping needs. Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. Craig's Tax Service is located just off Memorial on Heritage Park Drive. You can contact us at 890-2233. It makes sense to get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. We are proud to support all Rutherford County student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. For more than a century, the name Balfour has been synonymous with the traditions of truly memorable academic experiences. Class rings, yearbooks, letter jackets, and more. I'm Josh Houston, and today, Balfour, Tennessee is proud to bring these treasured products to students attending over 120 high schools and hundreds of elementary and middle schools in the Middle Tennessee area. We are proud to raise our family and run our business in Murfreesboro and are proud supporters of our local teams. Come see us at 1829 Memorial Boulevard, Balfour, Tennessee, online at balfourtn.com. This is a paid legal ad. I'm attorney John Day. When an unsafe floor caused injury to one of our clients, the insurance company refused to pay a fair settlement. We took her case to trial, and a jury awarded more than 20 times the pre-trial offer. Her life was changed forever. Now each case is different, and we can't promise this type of result for every case. But we can promise that when you hire the law offices of John Day, we'll work hard to help you. If you've been injured, call me at 615-867-9900. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to Ideas Tees Primetime Sports. And uh, speaking of Ideas Tees, Brian, of course, Always got some deals down there at uh, Ideas Tees. Uh, most certainly, and of course, they're your Blue Raider sports connection here with all the gear that you can check a stick at. Now, you know, the Raiders will open up a week from Saturday at home. And uh, if you're planning on going, you want the latest Blue Raider gear. So you need to head over to Raider Tees, 910 Ridgely Road, and uh, purchase over $50. You get a Blue Raider Nation tee, so you can save big. And uh, and it's a very comfortable shirt. Got mine uh, last week, and i tell you what, I uh, see a lot of those around already. So be sure to stop in, 910 Ridgely Road. Plus, they can do screen printing, embroidery, uh, hats, shirts, you name it. They can take care of that for you. For your team or your workplace, Ideas Tees operates Raider Tees, and they bring you tonight's primetime sports. We are here tonight, all four of us, and uh, we are talking a little bit about pro football because uh, it is fixing to uh, ramp up. Of course, baseball has been going on for quite a while, and uh, uh, NBA. And um, I heard one thing interesting about the NBA. They said it's been the most exciting uh, playoff season they've ever had. That uh, the the teams have really like the players have really kind of gelled into this format, and uh, it's been some really exciting basketball. I haven't seen a lot of it. I have seen two or three games, but uh, you guys uh, had a chance to catch any of the uh, NBA basketball. Well, I watched unfortunately last night because I'm a Celtics fan. Mm. Them losing double overtime, but it was a it was. I watched the last five minutes and then the both overtimes. It was great basketball. Uh, it's a shame there's not people there to see it, though. Yeah, just virtually. There's a few. You know, I, I like the way they've done that. I, 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 that has really worked. Now, I don't know that you could do that. I don't think you can do it in baseball, and I don't think you can do it in football. But that has been one thing that has really worked and actually been very successful for them, Rod. And that, also, I think one of the things that's for playing so well is that everybody's still fresh. 
if you're going the long season, you got a lot of teams that have lost a lot of players or top players that are gone. If one team's that hit extra hard, uh, they don't. They're just, they're just really not a competitive team at that point. So that's really made it a little more exciting. You know what I think I like about it uh, the best is John mentioned last week that it makes it similar to the NCAA tournament. And I like the fact that teams don't have a home court advantage. They're playing on kind of a neutral floor, and that takes that part of the game out of it and and I think brings some excitement. I don't know that you could ever do that on the pro level, but to me that's that's made it a little more interesting. Well, it's the same way with, with baseball, too. You know, you play, but there's nobody in your stadium, so the only advantage you really have is the fact you get to stay home. And, of course, baseball's been having some pretty rough road trips. You know, these teams – they have to stay in their rooms and they can't get out. And, uh, you know, you do that for 10 days, you can kind of go stir-crazy, right, guys? Right, especially if you're one that gets uh, COVID while you're on away, then you have to stay in a hotel room for a long period of time. Uh, you know, it's kind of interesting, though, that, uh, you know, some teams now, we're not really worried about have the home field advantage. Like Cardinals have played the Cubs 10 games. They're, they're already done, and they've all been in Chicago. But that's what you got to do to get the games in. They're trying to avoid traveling back and forth. And uh, so it makes kind of an interesting schedule for us. Well, the Cardinals have been playing kind of, you know, behind the entire time because, like, they've got those double headers and they were hit hard uh, with COVID. Not necessarily them, but anybody they were playing. And uh, you double that up with what they're going on right now. This It's a tough little road. But so far, the Cardinals have done well. But you've got teams like uh, Clark Cincinnati Reds that are in the hunt. And, uh, you know, not much trading went on. You know, not, not many people traded anybody because, number one, we've got a lot of injuries going on. And I don't wonder, speaking of that, what attributes to, to so many – there have been so many injuries in baseball just for this 60-game season. And, and is that preparation maybe or the fact that they had spring training, then, it, then they – had this lull period for such a long time, Clark? Well, I think, you know, Rod talked about the NBA being fresh. I think Major League Baseball players are conditioned to the long seasons. Mm-hmm. I think the way they, they do their rotations, their pitching staffs, you know, I, I think they like the longer time because I think that just builds up your, your baseball, in a sense, baseball strength. You know, Sonny just got set for four extra days. He's pitching tonight. But he took a ten days off just because he wasn't he wasn't feeling well. I think your body gets used to a routine, and you know for the for the basketball players, you know it's a t- totally different routine than baseball. Yeah, it's um and uh, not really battling, and and it's just played the opposite. It seems like for for baseball than what happened to basketball. Now football is fixing to come around, and the NFL. We got some game. We got a game tonight. Yeah. Uh, it's, um, you know, your Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs taking on uh, the Houston Texans tonight. And which should be a great matchup. They have not had any uh, exhibition games, that kind of thing. Um, do you think that has any effect on them, that, that they're not going to have any games before the opener? Well, we're talking about players, but I'm really worried about the NFL, just like I was even the high school kids coming out with not a lot of, you know, preseason work. I mean, I really hope we don't see a number of players getting hurt early and then their season's over. Because I know they've already had in the NFL a few players even get hurt in training camp. Uh, I know the Titans play in Denver. 
Uh, I think it's Von Miller. He's out for the season. Freak injury at practice. I mean, again, it's a different speed when you go game speed. And uh, I, hopefully we won't see people get hurt. Rod? Uh, that's one thing I think to worry about. They're also worried about timing. Uh, you haven't been used to these really hard hits. Uh, you're going to find out probably a lot of endurance is going to be there because that's something you build up. The contact makes it a lot different than just, you know, conditioning and all. When you're really uh, plays going on, it's hard hitting. Uh, it's more tiring. It's, you know, it's more adrenaline involved. And uh, the game may get pretty sloppy towards the end. I, I think we're going to see some very sloppy games, you know, but I think it's going to be, to me, the NFL has kind of flown under the radar, and then all of a sudden it's football season and regular season starts. It's so different because, I mean, it's usually after the 4th of July. It's, you know, everybody's talking about football, and it, it there just really hasn't been a lot of, uh, of talk in that. And I think uh, – like Clark mentioned, staying staying healthy, as healthy as you can stay. Uh, but I, I think it's going to be an interesting start. And, uh, you know, some teams allowing fans, some not. That, that, that kind of makes me, Clark, think about what we've done on the high school level because each high school is a little different how they're handling it. They are. and But I've been pleased with high school play, to be honest. I remember back in week one um, – I didn't think the tackling was bad. I thought the play execution was good. Of course, the weather played in a part with all the turnovers, but that would have happened whether it was week one or week 10. Uh, thinking about the Titans, though, you know, you just spent $12,000 to get Clowney to come play for you. Boy, I sure hate for him to pull up with a hamstring the first week of season and be out for a while. Yeah. Twelve million is kind of a pretty good chunk of change, isn't it? Man, I, I tell you, they they must really think that he is going to be be the guy that shores them up. I don't know. And he's had a history of injuries. I mean, he hasn't been on the field all the time, and that's another gamble that you take. But then again, you can see it where I've seen it where people been injury prone, and uh, you know they play JD uh, uh, Josh Donaldson for the Braves last year had very little problem with injuries. Goes to the Minnesota Twins, he's out. He hasn't played but maybe two games. And it's the same calf issue that he had in uh, 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 Oakland. Or I guess that's Oakland. Maybe. I, well, he finished up somewhere else. But, you know, that's the chance you take. But maybe the trainers knew something in Atlanta that somebody else didn't know. But he had very little problem. Then, then the same problem occurs when he gets to the Twins. Crazy game. You never know what's going to happen with it. Uh, could be, though, he liked that easy money he got from Atlanta and maybe relaxed a little better. His muscle cap didn't tighten up on him. Well, he had to work for that money because that was only on a year, <laughs> you know, to get the big money. And, uh, you know, I guess Brave fans are going, well, I'm glad we didn't uh, spend too much money on that. And it looks like Austin Riley is going to be the real deal after he started off a slow start, but he's he's come around. I've got to mention the 29 runs scored, too, by the way. I know we're talking football, but, you know, 29 runs last night, National League record, the Braves. You know, that's pretty good, Rod, don't you think? Rod, uh, you, you want to oh, oh, give him a little credit, Rod. Yeah. What's is it, two games now that uh, Riley's had three home runs? Yeah, this he, year? Uh, Duvall's playing well, former Red. Thank you, Clark, for that one. Yeah, you're welcome. And, uh, you know, so <laughs> you, you never know. Change of scenery is a big thing. But getting back to the NFL, if, um, you know, you've got Mahomes tonight 
and you know you can't afford the NFL doesn't want anybody to get hurt, especially big names to get hurt. And I I, I think that is a definite. Now, how do they handle the the crowds? You know, they've got I think they what they've got a percentage of them can come in. I think most of them are doing like twenty to twenty five percent. I noticed some of the stadiums they already had them set up. Um, the hard part is even whether it's the NFL, college, or just right here in high school. Once the people get in the stadium, you try to encourage them to stay socially distanced. You try to encourage the fans not to get together. That's just tough to do. Yeah, I know. Like uh, MTSU, twenty percent capacity and no tailgating. You know, and I think you're going to see no tailgating in a lot of college football that's played this year. So, I mean, that's that's another one of those things that's going to be very different uh, uh, about football. So, and I think they're allowing tailgating in the in the pros, aren't they? I believe, uh, but they're going to have them distanced away, uh, far enough away from each other. Well, unless they walk over to where somebody else is, but I think there is some tailgating in the in the pros. Well, they've got bigger parking lots there to handle the crowds, and you're only going to have 20% crowd, so I think they can space those uh, out a little bit better. But um, I, it, it's going to be a weird year for sure with, with all of this. I, I just I don't know how these pro football players are going to go from zero to 100 without any type of warm-up or whatever. That, that, that was the worry with high school. And I think it's a little different on the pro level, uh, so that that's going to be the one thing to watch. And I wonder. Well, I think. Go ahead. I think Rod. I think Rod's right, though. You've got you've got very large men at high speed, basically doing a car crash every play, and that's what's going to happen. I mean, they're going to come out ready to hit you. The, I guess they asked the commissioner actually what would happen if there was a COVID outbreak with the NFL? And I didn't get an opportunity to hear his answer um, because I think it's going to be pro- programmed later on. But um, that could be an issue. You know, you're going to have uh, – you're going to shut down those teams and, you know, you miss two weeks or whatever. You can't – it's not like baseball, Rod. You can't play a doubleheader. No, you can't. Body couldn't take it. They're worried enough now. I think, too, do they have enough fluidity, fluidness with their uh, rosters, their taxi squad, where they could have them coming in and out? Baseball's done a good job with that. Yeah, they have. You didn't have that 60-man roster where you can move them in and out. You know, their teams would really be having trouble. You know what? I, 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 saw, I saw a kid I never heard of today just pitching. And he, he's, that was his third game. I missed him somewhere. So and – in all in all fairness to baseball, I think they have done a good job. And are you surprised? I know St. Louis did have some issues, and and so did uh, some other teams. I, I think it's gone surprisingly smooth, though, uh, considering some of the issues that they had. But they've been able to handle it because I think after week one they were going to say, "Well, we got to shut this down." But I think it's going to make. I think they're going to make it. You know, at least without too much. We've got what two and a half weeks left. Well, I think the players understand the importance of really isolating from the, comp, the regular public, stay within their own group, their own bubble, even though they're not like the uh, NBA with a bubble protection of the hockey league, but they still themselves are preventing it now. 
uh, per the NFL, the, the league intends to change the injury reserve rule to create a COVID-19 classification. Players who test positive will be placed on the COVID list for three weeks, creating a roster spot that would then be filled by a player who is negative for the virus. And the player on the COVID list would be uh, paid their normal salary, but it's not clear on what will happen if a player on the COVID-19 list can't return after three weeks. Uh, at which time they would be eligible to return. But uh, three weeks in the NFL season is a long time. Well, yeah, you're talking about a third of 16. That's, that's, that's quite a bit. We're going to take a, a quick break, and we're going to continue this discussion. And also we're going to talk about uh, MTSU and, and uh, their game and also some precautions that are being taken. And we'll talk about what they're going to do at Floyd Stadium when we continue here with Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAllSip.com. Life changes, then it changes again. Hi, I'm Edward Jones Financial Advisor Lee Colvin. A job loss, change in health, or loss of a loved one can have a big impact on your family's financial security. Let's work together to help make sure that you're equipped for life's unexpected events. Stop by our office in the Public Shopping Center on South Rutherford Boulevard or give us a call at 615-907-7056 for an appointment. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. If you're thinking of remodeling your kitchen or bathroom, come see us at Carpets by Osborne. Carpets by Osborne is a family-owned business, and we stand behind our work. Carpets by Osborne, with you every step of the way. I'm Brad Bug. And I am Heather Guerin. Carpets by Osborne specializes in commercial flooring and commercial projects. Visit our spacious showroom at 1402 Northwest Broad Street. Next to Tire World. Or we are happy to come to you. Carpets by Osborne. For 60 years, Little Caesars has believed that every family has the right to pizza night, which is why our pizza is cooked at 475 degrees, never touched after, and available by non-contact carryout and free delivery. Peace of mind. Always. Little Caesars Extra Most Bestest Pizza has extra cheese and the most pepperoni for just six bucks. Only a dummy would pay more for less toppings. Little Caesars in Murfreesboro with four locations. The Extra Most Bestest Pizza for just six bucks at Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi, I'm there. Do I have a high now? Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance takes great pride in treating local athletes here in Rutherford County. Experts in joint, bones, and muscles. And with over 65 specialists, TOA has a playbook to get you back in the game. To request an appointment, visit toa.com or call 855-NEED-TOA. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance, TOA, live your best life. 
Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to Ideas Tees or Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, Brian Barrett joining me, John Dinkins with you this evening. Um, we're going to shift a little bit to college. And, of course, uh, MTSU had their first game uh, last week, and it wasn't pretty, just to be honest with you guys. No, it wasn't pretty. And we talked the week before, you know, playing that Army team up there that runs the type of offense they run. We had hoped middle would be prepared since it was the first game, but before they really struggled on defense trying to stop them. And let's don't uh, let's not forget that Army's really good. I mean, they're a pretty good team, and they have been for several years. And uh, man, I you know I, the score surprised me. I didn't get an opportunity to see much of the game, but uh, Rod offensively they couldn't get anything going. It looked like they struggled defensively as well. Um, yes, they really didn't have much of a running game except uh, O'Hara once in a while trying to flee trouble. Uh, so really, we don't know what they have yet. I think Army took them out of everything that they were trying to do. Uh, defensively, they just had no answer uh, for Army. But the Army is one of those teams, they'll play a, a big team, uh, somebody who's a high-power team, and they'll give them fits for a while until you kind of adjust to what they're doing. But you have usually you have to have superior talent to beat them. Yeah, and, you know, I guess what's going to take place is what happens with middle between now and the next game, right, Clark? Well, you always hope your team gets better between, you know, the first game and the second game. And having the week off, I think, helps. We got Troy coming here, which is good, which has always been a, a great game for middle, playing Troy. And we played Troy twice this year, actually, as we filled our schedule. So I think, I think it's going to be really key for us to come out early and play well after what we saw last week. Well, last week, first quarter um... – Army had the ball 12 minutes and 49 seconds, middle 2 minutes 11 seconds in the first quarter, you know, and it didn't get much better after that, you know, and um, they just ran, ran, ran the football, and defensively the Raiders just had um, had a tough day, but got two weeks to regroup. You probably thought that was going to happen there, lots of things to work on, and, um, you know, the the – the biggest thing is you want a good outing for your first home game. And uh, Rod, an opportunity really to do that, I think, here with Troy. Right, and that'd be a big win. Troy's a, a known team that uh, other top-level teams have played, and sometimes Troy's given fits or had a big upset. And we've seen several, like, like Clark mentioned, a lot of battles with uh, Troy in the past. So it's an exciting opponent, opponent, the one that we used to face all the time, and it was – a lot of times a battle for one of the top positions. Uh, so this is a good start, but we need a good showing. That's what we need to get the fans. What 20% we can get out, we we'll make sure we keep getting that and when they can maybe add even more higher percentage later on. Yeah, that's what uh, Chris Massaro mentioned. Uh, it looks like 7,000 fans, and of those, they've got 1,000 seats for students. So that, that'll be the capacity for the, uh, the first game, which is an afternoon game. And um, no, no tailgating. I think that's probably going to be the thing for the season. But they may be able to add more fans in the seats um, 
as as time comes, but um, if, if things get a little bit better. But a lot of information about their game day policy at GoBlueRaiders.com. Good thing, Clark, too. They've got a couple of weeks now. They can work on some things they didn't do well at Army and have a little time to prepare for Troy. Uh, kind of a good – that's a good thing, I guess, if you don't want day, a week too many games canceled or whatever. But to have it now is probably a good thing for the Blue Raiders. It is. And like Brian said, you know, Army had the ball 36 minutes. You know, first of all, middle was struggling offensively getting anything going. And then Army just, you know, it takes you out, out of the game completely, you know. And towards the end when middle had the ball, the game was over. Well, and your defense is gassed, too, Clark, because they've been out there so long. You know, your offense goes out there three plays or maybe uh, six plays uh, or seven, and then, you know, your defense is right back out there. And so that's that's what made it tough, especially that first quarter. It had to really tire them out. I mean, the offense was on the on the, on the the field two minutes. Then you turn in an interception plays. by Army, and that really wears your, your defense out. They've just come off the field, and next thing they're back out there. Yeah, there were a couple plays that in the first half, first quarter especially, didn't swing our way, and then some troubles right there for halftime. You know, when you thought maybe we'd get on the on the scoreboard and cut it to twenty-one to seven, and that fell through. So I, I think they were defeated at halftime. To be honest. You know, mental is such a, a big thing, and and getting off to a good start, especially on a road game, and Army's a beautiful place to play football. But if you're not ready, boy, they could that can that can uh, just capsize on you pretty quickly and uh, I think that's kind of I think you got to give a little bit of that to that that it just the momentum just kind of went crazy and next thing you know you can't you can't ever get back in the game we'll see what they do against Troy I wanted to switch gears just a little and talk about the prep standings that are in high school before we do picks and picks in a few minutes um, there's some there were some surprises in the in this uh, that I saw and uh, I want to know uh, your thoughts on that Oakland standing up in three six uh, a with a two and record. Warren County is three and Which is that a surprise to you guys that they're three and No, that quarterback's Not- really good, but I think their schedule is going to get a little bit harder down the road. So I mean they've they've been lucky enough with their early schedule, and really to be honest, Rockville should have beat them last week. Yep. Uh, yeah. Never expected an 18 to 13 score. That's like a defensive struggle for uh, for Rockville and Warren County based on uh, this past few games. But yeah, they they really should have lost the other night to, to Rockville. Riverdale's two and one. I think ranked what seventh in the state right now. Yeah, they're ranked number seven in six A, and uh, Oakland's number one uh, with Maryville behind them. And I like Riverdale. I like I like what I see. I I, I think that was a big win against uh, Cookville last week. Um, I know it was a home game, but Cookville's tough no matter where you play them. Yeah, it's always – we've seen several games with Riverdale and Cookville have been very tight. One went into overtime, and uh, they're always physical, but uh, it looks like they were able to move the ball on the ground and then enough through the air to keep them off balance and been able to – I guess they basically shut down the quarterback pretty much, did they, except for one big run. Yeah, Clark, you were there. You can kind of give us a little heads up on that. Uh, um, I, I mentioned on the coach's show, and I think maybe last week, I really love the way Holcomb calls a game and, and kind of manages the game. It's a real controlled passing type thing. 
And uh, I think uh, Coach Kreisky's pretty happy with his performance among also that offensive line's doing a good job. Well, I mean, it's just his fourth game really starting, and they've already given him a lot of leeway on making some checks at the line, which is important. You know, his dad's calling the plays, and they're a run-oriented offense, and as teams are starting to sneak up, you know, Holcomb can, can make those quick passes and get kids open, and they did that last couple games against Franklin and Coval both to help help them win both those games. I think what they'd like to see more of is Riverdale finish more drives. I mean, I think they'd like to – all the games have been, you know, really close, even the loss to CPA. And, you know, Coach Crassy, I think, would like to see his offense put a few more points on the board and get these games over a little quicker than they have been. Yeah, but it doesn't get much easier with Smyrna coming up this week either. So, that, you know, that'll be a good test for both of those teams. And, of course, Riverdale went into that game last year at Smyrna, a pretty heavy favorite, and lost by 10. So that's something that uh, Coach Kreisky even mentioned on the coaches' show is kind of still on their mind to hear a little bit. And I want to talk a little bit about uh, we've got a new game because Oakland and Stewart's Creek got together and decided to play each other and uh, at very last minute. But, boy, hats off to both of those two teams for working together and getting a, getting a game. And I know uh, Coach Creasy's really appreciative of Stewart's Creek for coming in there and, and getting them a game. They both needed a game. And uh, Stewart's Creek could have said, well, you know, they're not, not Oakland like a lot of teams do. But uh, they they manned up and said, we're gonna, we'll are gonna we play. So I, I think that's good news, Clark. Well, I do. And I really like what Coach Cottle said this week. He goes, we just want our teams to play, especially for our seniors. And that's what we've been talking about. We're glad to see the kids are getting a chance to play. But you're right. Nobody really wants to just get in line to play Oakland. But I'll take my hats off to Stewart's Creek for doing that this week. Yeah, and that had to be – boy, that discussion, I would love to have been in the, the room trying to get that all ironed out and where they're going to play and that kind of thing because I know that had to be rush-rush. You know, that's something you do in the off-seasons and, you know, you can yeah. play in two years ahead. Well, both teams that were set to play a home game. So somebody was going to lose a home game. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know how they came to that decision, but – uh, you know, it would have been a shame to have two teams in Rutherford County sit home week four just because they didn't want to play each other. And I, I think, I think the look of that w- was something that played a big part in it, Rod. Because, I mean, if you had Oakland at home and Stewart's Creek at home, and they could have played each other and didn't, I, th- I think that would have looked bad when everybody's been saying we just want to give these kids an opportunity to play. Right. I think Coach Cottle really stepped up. Uh, I know I remember in the past coaching trying to get teams for a tournament, like in softball, call one team, oh, we're down this year, Coach. We're not going to come. Then you call another one that says, we're down this year, but we want to come. We want to see what the best can do. We want to compare us to them and see where we need to go. And I think that's that's one you really respect because they're trying to really bring the program up, and that's what Coach Cottle is doing. Well, isn't it the old saying, Clark, if you don't play somebody better than you, you don't ever get better yourself? Oh, I tell the kids here at school that all the time. You need to surround yourself with people better than you. you got to bring it up. If not, you're not going to challenge yourself. The uh, Stewart's Creek-Oakland uh, game, and then we've got uh, the Blackman Independence game. I want to talk just a second before we take a break. Uh, Blackman could really use a win. I know they won last week and won rather handedly. 
But they need to win against a team that ranked a little bit ahead of them and uh, put on a good showing. Uh, Rod, I'll address it with you. Yeah, uh, last year they went the gauntlet and they ended up losing the Independence. We thought they would beat Independence. Uh, Independence has always been tough. They've always got a good passing program. Saw where their quarterback this year was a wide receiver last year, and he had a good yardage. So it's going to be a challenge, but this is they want to get one of the one win out of those three outside the district when they're playing uh, Alcoa, Ravenwood. Independent, so this is big for them to really get them started into the uh, region. Then it's going to be an interesting week, and uh, this is where we're getting down now. Uh, we're still playing some um, non-region opponents, but then it gets pretty serious after this week, and uh, you're going to start seeing everybody matching up against each other. And uh, I always think of Riverdale and Smyrna being a region game, but it's not anymore. But but uh, still, some very good matchups coming up uh, this this week. And uh, we've got one game canceled. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School at Donaldson uh, due to COVID with Donaldson Christian. Um, that's going to happen. I think that's going to pop up some, even maybe in week eight, week seven. And I think we're going to see some of that every once in a while, Clark. Well, I think we've talked about it at every level, whether it's the NFL we talked about a while ago. It is going to creep up and bite some people. You just hope it's not your team. Uh, but it's it's probably expected. The hard part will be, what if we get down to, like you said, a district game, and it really matters, and it could be a 3-4 or a 4-5 game as far as where you sit in the standings, and that would be really interesting. And, Rod, you've got some, like Spring Hills canceled two weeks of classes. Uh, you know, that's a situation you really don't want to see where they actually shut the place down. I mean, that that would be that would not be good. You know, if they're setting the place down, then it means you probably can't practice, I would assume. Uh, so that's going to put them way behind. It'd be like, you know, the Major League Baseball shut down and then come back again. And so they're 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 going to be losing out to everybody else who just keeps on going. I think the teams that missed this week or last week and they're playing this week and the team that they're playing played last week have a big, uh, big disadvantage from what where, where the level of play they probably would have had. Well, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, you know what time it is. It's time for Pigskin Picks, and we'll have the Pigskin Pick Report and what we're going to pick this week here on IDST's Primetime Sports. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. And if you haven't tried Sir Pizza, it's truly an experience that has to be tasted to be appreciated. Stop in Sir Pizza on East Main, Memorial, and South Church and discover what those of us who love Sir Pizza already know. It's good to the very edge. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. Loveless Fine Photography is the official school photographers for Blackman, Central Magnet, MTCS, PCA, Rockvale, Siegel, and Stewart's Creek. And you can bet they'll be there to capture memories from sports games, school concerts, graduations, proms, choir events, and more. If it's a school event, Loveless is probably there. And your photos can be viewed and purchased at lovelessphotography.com. They've got lots of galleries, so spend some time discovering at lovelessphotography.com. 615-890-1558. If you need concrete work done, who would I call? Dan Franz Concrete. Here's why. He's local. He attended Walter Hill Elementary, Oakland, and MTSU. He served our community as a school resource officer for nine years, and he's involved in the community. 
This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rutherford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Dan France Concrete is a licensed and insured residential and commercial concrete construction contractor serving Middle Tennessee. Check out danfranceconcrete.com online to see some of their work. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Allsup Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year-round. We service all major brands and in most cases offer same-day service. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Allsup Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. You'll feel the difference at Jerry Potts Car Care when you walk in the door at 2420 Southgate Boulevard. It's family. I feel we offer an alternative to having to go to the dealer. That's Stacy Potts Orifice at Jerry Potts Car Care. We treat everybody with respect. We're going to fix their vehicle how we would fix our own vehicle and make it safe. And we stand behind everything. Jerry Potts Car Care just off South Church by the County School Board Office. 2420 Southgate Boulevard, 867-6622. And the Blue Raiders win again. I need to get some MT gear. Let's go to the mall. Mall store? Really? I thought you wanted gear. Any Blue Raider stores in the mall? Well, no. You'll only find a limited selection mixed in with dozens of other schools and teams. My choice is Raider Tees, who specializes in Blue Raider gear with hundreds of items to choose from. They're located just off Broad Street behind Chewy's on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. John, Clark, Rod, Brian, that's your name. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you're still here, too. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, of course, this is the time I get so excited about because this is the time that we get to harass Rod as much as possible during pigskin picks. But I don't know what the results are. I haven't been following it. I've, I've taken on a new leaf this year. I haven't tried to keep up with everything and see who everybody, where everybody is. So this is a surprise to me what happens today. Clark did tease early on in the program that it was historic, Yes, possible historic week. So let's go to our edition of Pigskin Picks. Commissioner. So I guess I need to go first to the archives, which would be you two guys. Yes. Has anyone ever gone from first to worst in a week? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just about every year. So what are you talking about, Clark? <laughs> <It really is>. <laughs> <laughs> and then second, have we ever had three people? Three have a perfect week. Now I don't know about that. That might be true. That That's, may that may not have happened. I'm not sure. That would be rare. Yeah, yeah. If it has, it's only happened maybe once or twice. But well, it uh, happened last week because myself, Brian, and John all went nine and zero. Wow. Rod with a respectable seven and two. <laughs> well, but that did drop him from first. The worst. Wow, but he's not. But he's Look, not far it out. It was just. It was just this close. Twenty-five seconds to left. Rockville goes ahead. You Put had both mind. of them. Middle Tennessee Christian was up fourteen to nothing. I know. Then, I thought. He, I thought he was going to go. I, I, I thought he was going to smoke us. Off and gone like it should have. <laughs> I thought he was going to smoke us there for a while. 
Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so, anyway, okay, the, Commissioner. The table's turned. It'd been all turned. over if I got those two. Okay, Rod, you're going to have to quit. He's the commissioner, <laughs> okay? He's got control. Okay. Well, he's defending himself today, isn't he? <laughs> so I guess, you know, John, you said last week, I gave him the tee box, but it's no longer his. Yeah, yeah. It's time for somebody else to tee off first. Oh, pressure, pressure. I guess that would be All the right. commissioner, of course. It would be based on, you know. We'd have to go by last week's. So would that be you or Brian that would go, go first? Well, I always just went back to I've never relinquished second. Okay. Okay. I go back to last year. Go ahead, Rod. You can talk all you want to now, buddy. (laughs) As returning champion. Okay, here we go. Independence at Blackman. We've got some pretty tough choices this week. Independence at Blackman. Blackman, like you said earlier, needs a win. Not just a win, but like you talked about, a quality win. And I think the Blaze will get it. Move. Yeah. That would be you, Brian. I have to go. You're next, wow. sir. Man, I, I, I'm going to say Independence is going to squeak out a win. And and I'm going with Brian. All right. I think, so it'll, be close. Second, I think it'll be close. Now, what I'm looking at, you remember against Riverdale last year, the end of the game, Green, like about three seconds left, got a touchdown pass, a long one. He did that just before half last week. Four seconds left, a 40-yard pass, and had a touchdown before half ended. And I think that means they're uh, really starting to click on the passing game and the running game is picking up at three runners. So this year it's going to be Blackman. All right, we've got a split vote on the first game. Well, changes already. Oakland at Stewart's Creek. Stewart's Creek being the nice host, but I do not think the visitors will be nice, and it will be Oakland. Yeah, Oakland. Uh, Oakland's going to be a tough opponent. I'm. I'm just proud that they're both playing, but I'm going to have to go with the Patriots on the road with the win. I'm going to go with the Patriots as well, and I'll go with Patriots also. All right, the Smyrna at Riverdale, the revenge game from last year that Brian talked about. Um, I just think Riverdale's trying to slowly get to where they want to be, and I'm going with the Warriors. Um. After hearing Coach Creasy talk about it and and mention it, uh, that that was a tough game for them to lose last year, and uh, I'm sure there's been some emphasis on it. It's at at Riverdale, so I'm I'm going to go with the Warriors. I think it's going to be a battle between the offensive line of Riverdale and the defensive line of Smyrna, which they are really big up front, and Smyrna always plays well at home. And I think on the road, though, I'm going to have to give the edge to Riverdale. All right. Oh, oh, and three Siegel. I'm sorry, Rod. Oh, you come Rod. <laughs> you go, Rod. <laughs> okay. To me, these two teams are very similar. They got the same type of strengths. They both got young quarter or well, young quarterbacks that seem to be, get the job done. They're not. You know, splash, uh, flashy and all, but get the job done. Both have good running games. Uh, both have defensive one or uh, defensive lineman number one, uh, division one prospects. Uh, but I think this year Riverdale has that little extra edge because of what they happened to them last year. I'll go with Riverdale. All right, 
Thank you, sir. Sorry about that. I was mistaken. I thought you were in first place, but I'm wrong. <laughs> well, I got to get used to the new normal. <laughs> where does it say where, COVID, where does it say the commissioner can trash talk? Wow! I mean, wow! <laughs> See, that's never happened in the in the, all of our commissioners. Uh, yes, it has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you just pouted, and I, I, I would get mad. All right, Owen Three Siegel at Owen Three Centennial. Somebody's going to get a win. Ooh, this is going to be a tough one to choose from. I hate that Siegel's on the road, but I'm going to pick the stars this week. You know, um, Siegel being on the road, I, I think that does make that um, maybe a bit of an equalizer. Um, man, I, I'd love to pick the stars, but I think I'm going to have to go with Centennial being at home. Well, this is, I think, the toughest one to pick. Yeah. Uh, because I think – both teams need a win, and I think that's going to be uh, a play a factor. I think it'll come down to mistakes and turnovers, uh, but I'm only going with the Centennial because they're at home. And uh, looking at this again, like everybody said, this, this looks like an evenly matched game. But I saw some things from Single from Week Two to last week: 260 yards against Oakland's uh, defense, and they were really fighting hard. And uh, even though you know they did get beat, you know fairly handily, they kept fighting, which they didn't do last year. So I think this time it's going to be Siegel's turn. Boy, All somebody right. two two people are going to be in trouble. I hope it's not you and me, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it could be. <laughs> why am I following? Why am I? I even, don't know. I, I've never gone. I've never gone with you on anything. Wow. I'm gonna go with the guy who won last year. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. All right, I think this is a tough game to pick: Rockville at Clarksville. Clarksville took it on the chin from Stewart's Creek. Rockville should have won last week and is looking to bounce back. But I'm going to go with Clarksville, I'm afraid. Yeah, Clarksville at home. Um, you know, traveling, all that kind of – I wouldn't be surprised if Rockville won this game, honestly. But um, I'm going to hedge my bet on that and, and, and go with Clarksville. Well, I was going to go with Rockville – but since you two went with Clarksville, I can't get too far behind. I mean, if I go again, then I'm in really in trouble. So I'm going with Clarksville, but go Rockets. You're going to get by with that. <laughs> Rod, I think you're next. Yeah, he All had right. that look on his face like, hmm. <laughs> okay. Uh, on this one, it's hard to call. And although uh, Clarksville really got whipped pretty bad last week, but that being the first game make, makes it hard to predict how much they're going to come back. But I hear they have some good athletes. But uh, I think becoming close and just losing and blowing at the end, I think that's going to wake Rockville up. I'm going to go with the Rockets. All right. Laverne travels down the road to Lebanon. I'm not sure Lebanon's very good this year, and I think Laverne wants to bounce back from last week's loss to a really good beach team. So I'm, I'm going with uh, Laverne. Lebanon, um, man, they've just had some really good battles between those two. I, I think this may be the toughest week we've picked in a long time in, in terms of the games. But um, I'm going to go with Lebanon with a squeaker at home. I'm going with Lebanon as well. And I'm going to go with Laverne. I think there's too much of uh, Mr. Banner. Yeah, they'll get him back on track hopefully this week. 
Boy, you two guys, right. you you two talk like we've already lost this game. You know, I'm, I'm just like, oh yeah, Banner. Will, I mean, yeah, yeah, okay, all right. This, this, this is one of those weeks where y'all will be checking scores and we'll be checking scores constantly because <laughs> hey, we dread Thursday night. This week we're going to get two people that go from worst to, I mean, first to worst, yeah, which would be me and Brian. Go ahead. All right. Pickett County heads to a, a winless Eagleville, which has not happened in a long time, but I do believe the Eagles get their first win Friday. You bet. First win of the season for uh, Eagleville here in this one, I think. Being at home should be a good crowd, uh, as many as they can get in there, I'm sure. Ditto. Eagleville. And Pickett County is like 11 winless, so it's a lot more winless than Eagleville, so I'll go with Eagleville. All right. That's an interesting way to put it, Rod. I don't think I've ever – they're more they're more winningless. Okay. All right. Yeah. And now to Brian's kryptonite. Ugh. Tennessee Titans – on the road, first game of the season. Nobody knows anything. Ah, where who are they playing? Denver. Oh. At Denver. At Denver. So it could be ninety degrees. It could be snowing. Who knows? Uh okay. I can't go first. No, Clark's supposed to go. And then I'm I'll going. Go. I'm going with the Titans. I will begrudgingly to go there too. <laughs> well, without Von Miller. Yeah, that's true. I think Derrick Henry's going to run, and I think um, they – I think Fitz uh, – not Fitzpatrick. Well, Ryan Fitzpatrick, what am I doing? Anyway, who's the Titans quarterback? Tannehill. Yeah, I think he'll have a pretty decent game down there or up there or over there, whatever. And uh, I'm going to go with the Titans. I hope it's real cold because those boys from Denver will not want to hit Henry when he starts running, so I'm going with the Titans. Okay, wow. we're unanimous on the times where they're going to lose. Yeah, they're going to lose. Kiss of death right there. <laughs> well, at least we will all lose that game. <laughs> if well, that happens. Some, there's some differences this week, which is always good. Like I said, that that keeps it keeps it interesting. And then I get to aggravate. And Tamara asked me early Saturday morning, how'd you do? How'd you do? And it's usually, oh, I'm good this week. Or, oh, gosh, I dread Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's been he's been champion two two out of the or three out of the last four years. I would think that he's probably goes. Tamara, I may be down, but I'm not out. You yeah. know, the, he's the Bill Belichick of uh, yeah. pigskin picks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although I don't know if I'd want to be him this year. It's going to be rough. And and Rod, I just want to say I kind of resent you just going. Well, I'm going to go with the proven winner over there in Clark, and even after he shut you out, didn't even let you pick. <laughs> what's what's going on with that? Uh, well, I just like to win. Well, the good news is we're playing football, fellas. That's always the good news. And uh, Commissioner, another great job. In fact, you actually got the schedule right and everything. Not not one miss up. You know, I've been keeping count in case there's a takeover. You know, a oh, coup. I haven't. <laughs> you know, I was ridiculed so much, but you know, when I was commissioner, and I thought I did a really good job, and then I was ousted. So that's the way it goes. You know, it's, even it's Roger doggy. Goodell had a second chance. Yeah. It's a dog eat dog world. <laughs> weren't you, weren't you the commissioner of the K eight league at one time? I was. And for, don't you remember when I came on as principal, like the second year, I got stuck with it, and then I got told every year, "What a great job you did." I, I was the commissioner when. Uh, wait a minute, 
I think I'm as bad as you, Clark. I think Roy Waldron won the won the county championship the year I was commissioner, and and my daughter won the, won the girls championship with Walter Hill. I don't know how that happened, but uh, uh, that was a lot of fun. You know, the hardest part about that I, we've just got a minute here, but uh, you know, the hardest part about being the county uh, the commissioner of the county league in K eight was the hospitality room. I mean, you had pressure to deliver. I mean, you know, it, it was big time stuff. It's why I always wanted to go to Eagleville because Tollett always did it the best. Yes, he he certainly did. I think I was commissioner during the Oakland Riverdale years yes. when we went there. One the two yeah. years there, mm-hmm. and uh, I gave it up. And uh, I think that I, did you follow me, Clark? I don't think so. But once I got it dumped on me, nobody ever took it. <laughs> well. That's kind of what's happened here with Pixie and Pigs, too. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to take a you break. Know, yeah, go ahead, Rod. you got 20 seconds. It was a shock to me when I moved here and started coaching in that league that we got to the tournament and the hospitality was the most important. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Instead of winning first in the league. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, I remember Mike Swanson would walk out if the, if the hospitality room wasn't good. You know what I mean? He loved that hospitality room. All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we will wrap things up here on Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Jay Mullins, Jewelry and Gifts on West Northville Boulevard. Here with Jeff Mullins, and I'm sure that you get a lot of guys who come in and simply say, help me. Yes, and we'll even let her know that it was your idea totally. (laughs) Helping us guys get the win, right? Whether it be uh, that special moment when you get engaged, you need an awesome wedding present for that new bride, something for Valentine's Day or graduations, we've got diamonds for all occasions. Jay Mullins Jewelry, 352 West Northville Boulevard, between Memorial and Sulphur Springs. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. We're going to be an educational institution that teaches Bible every day. Every subject we teach, we're going to teach through a biblical perspective. In every aspect of our school, we're going to do it through a Christian perspective. MTCS President Matt Tiller. That also means that everything we do, we have to be excellent. We feel like Christ calls us to excellence. And so that means we have to be excellent academically. That means we have to be excellent athletically because that's what God calls us to. It's a great place to be. Invest in your child's future in an environment that fosters Christ-centered values. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. From dings and dents to full body work, Bowen's Body Shop has been trusted by Rutherford Countyans for over three decades. Let Jeff and Kyle Bowen put their years of experience to work for you. They have a large paint and body shop at 459 Middle Tennessee Boulevard with all their work done on site. If you have a fender bender or even worse, Bowen's Body Shop is the place to call. 896-0008. Family owned and operated. That's Bowen's Body Shop. 896-0008. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. So what if your roommate decides to microwave a metal mixing bowl and sets your apartment on fire? I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Auto, renters, frankly any kind of insurance. I've got your back. Call me at 615-893-1417. As we're coming together, we're hoping for a very smooth transition. They're making the transition from being a Murfreesboro Electric customer to become a Middle Tennessee Electric member easy. All all this information that's sending out, there are the numbers you need to call if you have questions. 
We're talking with Amy Byers. We do have very knowledgeable and excited people here ready to talk to you and answer those questions. As we are coming together for customers to become a Middle Tennessee Electric member. From the pit to the plate, Rick's Barbecue is serving up the best meats in Murfreesboro. You just say Rick's, and it means barbecue. That's Mike Lanning at Rick's Barbecue. Just one chance to eat it. I think you'll come back consistently all the time. And you've got to try that loaded baked potato. We get a lot of compliments on our potatoes. They're loaded down with butter and sour cream and cheese, bacon bits, and loaded with whatever choice of meat you want, beef, ham, pork, or chicken. Rick's Barbecue on Warrior Drive just off South Church Street. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9, FM 100.5, AM 1450, streaming at WGNSSports.com and on our iPhone and Android apps. Welcome back to Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees. Fellas, it's been a great show. We talked a little bit about everything, kind of wandered a little bit, but boy, Pigskin Picks was no unreal this week. So, good job there and uh, I will see you guys, I guess, Clark, you and Rod, uh, see y'all at uh, halftime of our game. And, of course, we'll have the pregame show tomorrow before Riverdale and Smyrna battle. And the best thing, no rain. Right. No rain, I think that's right, yeah. Maybe maybe a little more chance than, well, we had rain last Friday, but it turned out to be beautiful. So, Clark, maybe a little warmer t- uh, this week. And I'll get with your uh, host and make sure you're uh, treated properly. I like to hear that from the commissioner. You know, it makes things really good. She'll delegate, I'm sure. <laughs> you think? Yeah, she, she will. <laughs> Clark will be doing it. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, we're at uh, Riverdale tomorrow night for State Farm Prep Football with uh, Smyrna coming over. So looking forward to that. All right, that's going to do it for us. We're going to join the Braves in progress here on News Radio WGNS. For Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, and Brian Barrett, this is John Dinkins saying so long, everybody. 